let the contents of that safe fall into the wrong hands. What's the plan? Track them, find them, kill them. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guide to Sequel Remix. This is episode 354. I'm Marquis Mike. Well, the players play. Uh, I heard a ludicrous song on the way here. It's yeah. Welcome like, to Atlanta. I'm going to start the show with that. Welcome to Atlanta, where the players play. That is where, yeah. Been to Atlanta once. Yeah. You know? Uh, didn't really get to explore the city, but as I talked to myself, players probably play here. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've never been. Yeah. Um, I always, like, looks like a cool place. I'd like to visit yeah. there someday. You know what? Yeah. Freddie Freeman, he's a player. He yeah. plays. He plays in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, other guys? Guy watched probably every game of the World Series, and I uh, couldn't tell you a single Atlanta Brave player out whose last name. Ozzy Albies? Maybe. See the... He stole, like, a base? Yeah, he got he, a little he, free taco. Is he the guy who got me free tacos? Yeah, he got you free taco. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think of the name of their third baseman I really like. Uh, oh, Riley. Chipper Jones. Austin Riley. Yeah. Yeah, Austin Riley. Because um, I got his um, prospect, hot top prospect card in MLB The Show. Okay. I immediately put him on my team. And first at bat, he jacked a bone. I use him as a pinch hitter. Yeah. I went five for five home runs with him, pinch hitting, uh, with that rookie platinum card. Yeah. Uh, so, big fan of his. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for giving me some key wins in MLB The Show. Uh, Austin Riley. Yeah. And I think he had, you know what? You win the World Series, I bet you he had key at-bats during the regular season. And that was early in the game when I really wasn't good at it. Yeah. And every run counted for me. Um, after I got good at the game, I just would start winning by like, you know, eight to zero all the yeah. time. So, uh, in a three inning game, <laughs> right? But that's when I was just scratching away like a uh, a three two win. Yeah, clawing. Yeah, yeah. clawing away. Yeah, small yeah. ball. Small yeah. B- yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So you know, congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. They won the World Series like two months ago. Uh, Feels like and, forever ago. Yeah, I guess end of November. End of, end of November was probably. Or I'm sorry. Beginning of November was, was yeah. the last uh, was game uh, six and and, and six? Uh, everyone was rooting for him. You know why? Because everyone hates the Astros. And everyone hates the Astros. I hate them so bad. Um, They're a bunch of smug motherfuckers. Oh gosh, I hate them. I hate them so bad that I th- I think it'd be kind of a funny prank, like just like as like a joke, like a gag to like sign Carlos Correa here and just like like we cheer him like a full yeah. sense, yeah, like. Yeah. We'd be like, oh, like, yeah. But, like, secretly, secretly, the whole city would be like, oh, boo. Yeah. Can I give this false sense? It may be the best prank ever. Yeah. 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 Just so, like, so, uh, 10 years? Just do that to him? So, who, who's the Mariners general manager again? Uh, Depota. So, Depota, if you're listening, yeah. I think you should work on this really, really funny prank yeah. to sign Carlos Correa just so we can, get, like, secretly make fun of him. Yeah, because then he's there every game. Yeah. yeah. And so every game we can kind of, like, secretly make yeah, fun of him. Yeah, secretly make fun of him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I okay. think that's a great prank that they should definitely follow through on. <laughs> be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, he wouldn't know. Wouldn't have any idea. Oh, he'd be such a dummy. 
He just showing up every day, thinking like, oh, they love me. When like secretly, and he could bring Toro in on the joke because Toro like maybe knows him from his time maybe, in yeah. Astros, and so like, yeah, funny double team combo, yeah, to Toro. Oh, we could do like a like a let's go Brandon, but we could be like, um, you know, hey Carlos Correa, like cheer him, but we all know that really means boo Carlos Correa. Yeah. Um, on that, it's, it's our code. On, on that uh, theme, yeah. I, I don't know what Let's Go Brandon is. Oh, okay. I've kind of like... The people that I've seen associate with Let's Go Brandon, I've just have decided to not like pay attention to them. Yeah. So I don't know what it is. Is this one you want to just live in ignorance about? Or do you want me to... I'd like... Could you fill me in? Yeah, okay. I just don't want to have to... I don't want to go down the road of looking it up myself. Yeah. And then all of a sudden... I got Let's Go Brandon shit on my Google Alert, which my right. phone listens to me, so it's going to happen now. It's going to know so now. So we might as well break the ice. Uh, I believe it was a college football game in, in the heartland, and uh, they're interviewing somebody. Of America? Of America. Okay. Yeah, and, um, yeah, not like Israel or, uh, you know, not like the heartland. Oh, not Premier League. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the heartland of Premier League. The heartland of America, of, the United, of these United States. Um and they were interviewing somebody, and the people behind... I, I believe the guy they were interviewing was, was uh, Brandon. Brandon something. And the people behind him were, were chanting something. Almost inaudible, but audible enough that people at home figured it out. Except the announcer, the poor announcer, he couldn't figure it out. And he said the crowd, look at, listen to them go, they're chanting, let's go Brandon. When in fact they were uh, chanting, fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> and so you see... Uh, you know, people who aren't the biggest fan of uh, Joe Biden, now they've kind of adopted it as like their secret, their secret code. (laughs) Let's go Brandon, really. But when you see it, you got to know, means fuck Joe Biden. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, You know, which is fun. It's it's, it's cheeky. I think it, now that I know what it is, I actually think it is kind of funny. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm totally, I'm totally fine with it. Back in the day, though, you know, and just because I, you know, you know, when people were like, oh, fuck Donald Trump, they would just say it. You yeah. know, rappers would be, you know, just in a rap song, just like, fuck Donald Trump. They didn't use code. And so the Let's Go Brand, now you can kind of put it on signs, which you can also just put fuck Joe Biden on a sign. But yeah, I feel like I see fuck Joe Biden on a lot of things. Yeah. So, I mean. Well, not everybody's in on the joke. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, if you want to whitewash your message by secretly coding it yeah. so only a certain amount of people in society know what you're talking about, go ahead. Right. At that point, you're kind of preaching uh, to your own your own choir, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah if yeah. only certain people know. But I tell you, I, I drive, um, you know, coming from west to east, uh, there's a little, little patch, patch of road, and I, and I always look to my uh, to uh, my my left, coming back, that'd be the north, and uh, there's like a truck, abandoned truck, it looks abandoned, but fairly new, because someone spray paint on it. Well, let's go Brandon, I see it, and I go, that cheeky bastard. <laughs> I know what you mean. Okay. I know okay. what you mean. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's cool. I mean, I really wasn't sure what I was expecting. Um, I'm not offended by it, and yeah. I don't find it particularly dumb. It's just a thing. Yeah. So that's, that's cool, I guess. Yeah. I think it's a little dumb because it doesn't even sound right. Fuck Joe Biden. Well, yeah, it has the... It has the... It has, let's go, Brandon. It has the same amount of syllables, but the yeah. let's and the fuck. Brandon Biden, okay, that's that's a, that's a sound alike, but fucking let's like that. Yeah, that doesn't. But when you know, you know how it is when you got a crowd like yeah chanting things just kind of mix, and you got background noise. If it was like and that background guy that that the reporter was probably like trying to listen to who was you know I don't right. know. 
If they were, uh, okay, let's say um, Brandon was a running back of some sort, like a big, beefy Derrick Henry type, you know? And then the announcer was like, oh, they're saying truck more Brandon. As in, truck more opponents, Brandon. I'm like, oh, but you know, I can see how you get that yeah, mixed up. Yeah, but it only hit, that only hits with people that have played Madden and know what the truck stick is. Truck, right, and uh, you know, announcer uh, calling, uh, <laughs> calling, yeah, calling, you know, so, some, um, you know, Ohio game. I don't want to put that on Ohio. I don't know where it was, but, you know. Um, Dixie State. Yeah, they're, they're not they're not hip, the announcers. Yeah. He probably doesn't know what the truck stick is. Yeah, you're, you're right, you're right. Duck, duck blows, Brandon, you know? She's shifty. <laughs> Yeah. So, but you know, we're gonna do that to cause crap. Yeah. 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 Uh, he won't know. What won't a, have what a clear. He'll, won't have any idea. He'll just go. He'll just. It's cool. He'll just carry on his life. He'll. He'll just hit like I don't know three thirty five, thirty eight oh, home man. runs and like oh, 120 RBIs. But the, it'll be hilarious though because he won't have any idea this, that everyone's this. rooting against him. This dumb smug loser, Carlos Correa, goes into goes into uh, Cooperstown. With a Mariner's hat on his head. Unbeknownst to him, we didn't like him the whole time. It was a total joke. Just put up Hall of Fame numbers for the wrong team, you <laughs> dummy. Total oh. joke. Just He leads Seattle into the playoffs for the first time in 24 years. Yeah. Seattle's just laughing their asses. Laughing. Just, oh, it was like, oh, look at you. Trying so hard, we don't even like you. Your teammates don't even like you. They'll be in on it, of course. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be in on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's the sports. That's sports hour with the don't be don't be that guy. Um, we I'm sure we have a lot of movies to discuss though. What have you been watching? You know, I I I didn't watch a whole lot. Okay, but I I got a couple, and I'm actually pretty proud of these couple that I got yeah. here. Um, holidays kind of they didn't they they took some of my time, not a lot of it. I, I meant to watch more, but I ended up playing a lot of Forza Horizon Five. On, For, on some Xbox. Car racing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that game's really fun. Yeah. Um, so I, I played a lot of that, and then New Call of Duty came out. So I had some time out for the holidays, and I just played a lot of videos. Yeah. So I'm being completely honest. And then practicing, and I, play, I practiced my guitar a lot, and I didn't get any better at it. Yeah. But I practiced. So I did watch a couple. Um, let's go with the old one first. And I've been meaning to watch this movie for many, many years. And I finally watched this movie. 1979. Mm. Cult... Hit. Hit? Cult classic? Yeah. This is a cult film. Hoosiers. The Warriors. Oh, The Warriors. Yeah. The that, Warriors. I would definitely classify it as cult. I had never seen it. Yeah. I had been... It's always been on my list to... I need to check out this movie. Did you play the video game in college? I never played the video game. I played the video game I before I saw the movie. A, that's a rock star video yeah, game. Yeah, it was a rock star. Um, that movie is awesome. Yeah. That movie is awesome. It is so... This world they invented is so great. The, all these crazy gangs are so comical and funny. Um, but I thought it was in the 70s. It is. Oh, that's real? That's pretty much how it was. Oh, man. Yeah. I love I love the uh, the, the Furies. The yeah. Furies are my favorite. They're the guys that dress in the Yankees uniform. Oh, okay. They're, I was going to say, I feel like you'd be a baseball boy. You know? Awesome. Yeah. But um, that movie is... That's a good movie. Yeah. That is a good movie. I really enjoyed that movie. I'm going to hear that... Holds up. I haven't probably had seen it in about fifteen years. It is good, yeah. man. It is good. And then um, I got out to the theater and I checked out that Bond movie, uh, No Time to Die. Right. Um. So, to not spoil, because it's. I mean, I don't really still in theaters. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
It's, so anybody who's holding out had not had that. It, and I, were, you were positive on it, if I, I believe. Yeah, I I liked it. I, yeah. it was long. I, I'm not. I won't complain. I'm not super positive on it, and I'm not sure why. Um, I got about twenty minutes into it, and I thought, ah, shit. I need. I should have went back and at least watched Spectre. Yeah. I had no clue they were going to be that closely related. That one's super. And that's, and, and that's different for Bond. I have never seen... Yeah, I've never had a Bond movie that was such a sequel. Yeah. I mean, they've always alluded back to um, Vesp, you know, Ava Green's character right. and Christina Royale throughout all of the Daniel Craig Yeah, he's caught up on her. Um, and that's fine. But the connections to Spectre were so strong. I wish I would have gone back and refreshed myself. I mean, is this the first time a villain? I mean... Has, I guess that's it's, he's in the cast. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't Christoph know what he's doing Waltz. here. Yeah. Christoph Waltz. Is that the first time a villain's appeared in two Bond movies? I don't like think that? so. I think um, one of those Connery movies had a um, a villain come back. Okay. Uh, but but anyway, yeah. I I think I'm not as positive on it because I was a little kind of disappointed. It felt like a cheap out, like. That's what I've enjoyed about all the Daniel Craig movies. It's like kind of been like really good like new storylines uh. that are just connecting his arc as not really connecting James Bond's arc, but more like connecting Daniel Craig's James Simply, Bond arc, yeah. right? His five yeah. movies, and, and and so I was a little disappointed with that. I was also disappointed um, with Rami Malek. And I just think I don't like Rami Malek. I think we've come to the conclusion and, that, yeah, I dislike yeah. that guy. I just But even that villain's motivation was so under, like, th- there was no seasoning in the stew. Like, I needed more of what his actual motivations were other than blah, 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 blah. Like, it was so vanilla and yeah. stupid. I needed more of that development because it seems like a cool thing. Like, his whole... His whole realm and, and and the realm of his, like, previous family or whatever is such a cool thing that I know, like, I, I want more of that. Yeah. And then we didn't really get that, and and so I'm blaming Rami Malek when I probably shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, but it's a Bond movie. He's got that Oscar. It's a, it's a Bond movie. There's there's uh, guns, chicks, and cars. Yeah. So uh, so it's, it's oh, true. He wears, he wears a great navy rib sweater. You know, part yeah, of that. I, yeah. I jump online. I go, how much is that rib name sweater? It's like four hundred bucks. I'm like, okay, show me the LL Bean version of that. I can get it for sixty bucks. Yeah, uh, we we were before the show. We were talking about the the show Succession. Mm-hmm. So this episode, one guy's wearing this super fly hat. Yeah, and I was like, I want that hat. Oh, yeah. I looked it up. It was like an eighteen thousand dollar hat. Oh, that's expensive. But we're talking Succession money versus Bond money. Yeah, is like, like like the Roy family money is like. Real money. Yeah, it wasn't eighteen thousand. It was like four thousand dollar hat. That's a hat. That's a hat. Yeah, but but uh, I know what you mean. But yeah, it's a Bond movie. It's guns, chicks, cars, action. Yeah, you know, I it works with, for a Bond movie. Not a great Bond movie. I went with a friend. He's, I mean, he's into like he definitely loves Bond more than me. Where I, I, I really just like the Craig movies. I have this third of my Craig movies, so I kind of just kind of had it right in the middle. Uh, but that's how I walked away. I was like, yeah, there were some cool. Gadgety things. Um, he he got off some one-liners. There were some chicks. There was uh, cool cars. It's three hours long. That's really long for my attention span for a movie. Yeah, it's a long one. But it 
well paced for three out for two hours and forty minutes. I, yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't feel like I never felt like it crawled. Yeah, I didn't um, feel like that. I didn't feel that. I could use more Cuba. That was really that was my one disappointment. Mm-hmm. It's like that was the that should be more more yeah, movie. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah. yeah, other than that, I didn't watch a whole ton. I've been, like I mentioned to you before the show, we've been rewatching season one and two of Succession, yeah. so that's 20 hours spent. Uh, and then I caught up on Haunting on Hill House. Started. I've been watching a lot of shows. So yeah, when you, I mean, when you give 20 hours of Succession, that's like four, four Bond movies right there. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So movie wise, that's it. And I guess I watched two thirds of An Emperor's New Groove on. On Thanksgiving with my nephews. Oh yeah, so, so I guess I can count that. I'm not putting it in my diary. But I yeah, a lot of the kid movies, uh, you know, they're on in the background. I, I catch them. I, I say yeah, um, Luca, the new. I was like, yeah, that's good, but I'm not going to count that because there's big portions of the movie I just walked away from. Yeah, yeah, they didn't get my full attention. Uh, but parts of Luca are really good, and uh, all the space art movies. Um, I will say the new that new one that just came out, en- Enchanto. Enchanto. Oh, uh, that looks awesome. Yeah, I've I've seen um, ads for that. Yeah. Anyway, what have you been watching? Oh, I made up for your lack of movie, but I watched a lot of not great movies. Um, (laughs) When I visit my family for holidays, typically my sister is in charge. They actually put put some put some not. My thing with movies is I will try to enjoy anything, but I gotta make sure you enjoy. So you pick something, and I'll like it probably. Um, I watch a lot of movies. Let's start with uh, the stuff I watched at home. I watched uh, The Harder They Fall, uh, the Netflix movie. You watched it. Uh, we talked about it last show. I really dug this movie. I thought it was super fun. Um, yeah, you know, for a Netflix movie, it has some of the same complaints I have about Netflix movies, which is really wish somebody would get in there and tighten it up. But one of the better ones uh, I've enjoyed is The Harder They Fall. Uh, watch another Netflix movie. This is a holiday movie uh, called Love Hard with Jimmy, Jimmy O. Yang. From uh, Silicon Valley and um, Nina DeBrev from something. I don't know. I see her name in things. Um, this is a slightly edgier Lifetime movie. So take a Lifetime ho- holiday movie or Hallmark Channel. Whatever, whatever does the bad holiday movies. Slightly edgier. There was a couple more laughs than I would normally get from a, a, a Hallmark movie, but that's all it is. So... If this is the time of season where you're dipping into those, throw on Love Hard. Okay. Um, watch this is on Disney Plus. This came out earlier this year. Um, I'm trying to slow my way back into some of these Marvel movies because I do want to see the new Spider-Man movie. I watched Black Widow. I thought it was fine. It's very. I mean, now I kind of watch all these Marvel movies and go, yeah, these all follow the beats, and it follows the beats. And Florence Pugh is really good, and. Um, David Harbour, Burrow, David Harbour. It's just Harbour. Harbour. He's good. Uh, liked him. Um, so yeah, it's on Disney Plus now. Uh, I watched King Richard, new to HBO Max and theaters. Um, it was, Will Smith is very good. It's a very good Will Smith performance. It's a good John Bernthal performance. Uh, and the woman who plays his not John Berthall, but um, Richard Williams' wife, the Williams sister's mother, she's very good. A lot of good performances. The story itself, I feel like there is a very interesting tale to tell about the Venus Williams, or the Venus and Serena Williams, 
you just don't really get it in this, you know, in a two hour and 15 minute movie. It's really about the dad. Mm. And they're the producers on it. It's their letter, you know, it's their kind of their, um, you know, kind of a love letter to their dad. You know, it's, it's through their lens of how they view their dad. And in that case, it's a very sweet movie. He seemed like a very nice father. Um, but yeah. really, the story, I'd be curious. So I was like, yeah, but you two are like the greatest, like, tennis players ever. Like, that's a really interesting story. I know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited to watch that movie when yeah. I get a chance because I absolutely adore the, the Williams. Yeah. I, I fucking love them. Yeah. And I'm, I, I'm still going to watch it. You get, I mean, yeah. It, yeah I'm you, really excited to watch that, actually. You get a little bit of them, uh, but it definitely, it is, it, it, it I, I like it too because it, it's, you know, it's a drama about, you know, this dad raising these two daughters, but it's still a sports movie, and you get some of the, the, the tennis, like, and tennis is great. Tennis is great for a um, sports movie sport, because it, yeah. it there, there's there's good drama in a tennis match. Yeah. Um, so there's some good stuff in there, but yeah, Wilson Smith's Wilson really good in it. Um, okay, here is where I spent a, two days with my sister and her picking some movies. We watched <laughs> 2006. It's a remake. So this is going to be a, a quick review. When a Stranger Calls. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know what? This is in that MTV, we talked about when we've done a couple of these, it's the MTV-ified PG-13 remake of 80s horror movies. This is, the actors are bad, the plot, there's a ton of holes in it, but it's fun. It's more fun than it probably has any right to be. Um, you know, so, I mean, it's not Disturbia. But it's pretty okay. Uh, 2008, we watched The Strangers. That um, uh, Liv Tyler's in it. And there's a bunch of creepy people in masks. And it's a home invasion movie. Oh, yeah. And I've never seen it. And um, it's not. It's slow. And it's very cliche. And it kind of follows the horror tropes. And there's a lot of jump scares that they rely on. Because I think it's a very paper-thin uh, concept. But... When, if, if you've seen the trailer or you know anything about the movie, there's a line this lady says, which is kind of a creepy thing to say. She says it, and I go, yep, there you go. That was all right. Uh, didn't love The Strangers. We watched 2017's. Not a remake, but it's, uh, I don't know what you call these. It's based off a television show. We watched Chips. <laughs> the Dak Shepard and Michael Pena um, movie. Uh, based off the 1970s show Chips about California Highway Patrolmen on motorcycles and uh, this is an awful movie it's so bad um, there's very little comedy in it I do like Michael Pena though just as a presence on my screen so uh, it gets a star for Michael Pena does Eric Estrada ever show up? Eric Estrada does show up <laughs> yeah he, do, he does get uh, a role other guy he might have been in the movie but they didn't make like a, like when Eric Estrada makes his cameo it's definitely like, uh, Eric Estrada's here. Mm. The other guy, who whoever the other guy was in Chips, I don't know if he's still with us, but... Baker? Yeah. The guy who plays John Baker. Yeah. Um, if, I don't think he's in the movie. And again, I don't know if he's still I with us. I think that, that role, I don't know, I watched a lot of Chips Or maybe cast it. I watched a lot of Chips growing up. Yeah. Um, I, I think that role, I'm not sure it's the same character, but uh, that role revolved... A couple times. Oh, so did it? Okay. It was... Eric Estrada was always the dude. Yeah, he played Ponch. Yeah, but his token white partner changed. Oh. I think at least twice. You know what's weird about the movie Chips? 
uh, I would say Dax Shepard's portrayal of John Baker is the star of the movie. That he's the lead and Michael Pena... I mean, it's a buddy cop thing, but I definitely think it's the John Baker story and less the Michael Pena story, the less the punch story. So it's interesting that in the actual show, that token white partner... Well, I mean, they, like... They always had, like, in the show, they always had, like, equal time. Uh-huh. They were always on screen together. Yeah. But it was always, Eric Estrada was the shit. Like, he's a legend because of that show. Like, and maybe it's because he lasted every episode where the other guys didn't. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. He, he makes his cameo, and he's there. Um, it's, it's just not good. Written and directed by Dak Shepard. And I think he just wanted to make a motorcycle movie. That's cool. Yeah. I mean... Good for him, I guess, but it's bad. It's, it's not a good movie. Um, okay, two more movies. Start of the holiday movie season. We watched Jingle All the Way. Um, I refrained from rating this in my Letterboxd Diary because I don't. I believe there's too much nostalgia attached to that movie. So we watching as an adult. I go, yeah, this is this is fun. It's Arnold. He's trying to get a Turbo Man for his kid, and this this is just the perfect. Christmas, you know, message. It's about family, not not stuff. As an as someone who didn't see that movie until he was an yeah. adult, and I think it is, I think I probably watched it for the first time like three or four years ago. Yeah. Uh, I think the movie's trash. Yeah, I and I would not. I don't. I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to say. Yeah, oh, no, I, no, but no. I get. I get what I you're saying. I think it's a trash. Yeah, I totally get it. This was back to last year. I think I brought this up. That I think there's only like four or five good Christmas movies. And the rest of them are just kind of like, they're okay to bad movies that really just because they center around the idea of Christmas and they kind of have this built-in like Christmas thing yeah. that we go, yeah, okay, yeah, we put it on. It's fine. It's Christmas. It's about the holiday cheer. Um, yeah. I mean, very rarely do I watch a movie like The Christmas with the Cranks where I go, oh, this sucks. Is the worst. Yeah. Like, I, I watch Love Hard and I go, eh, it's fun. Better than Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, yeah, definitely that. She always definitely better than Christmas with the Cranks. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, whatever. It's Christmas. Maybe I have the Christmas spirit where like, am I going to sit here and trash this movie during the holidays? No. God, no. <laughs> yeah. God, no. You're not I'll evil. We'll save that for the summer. <laughs> uh, and then one last movie, new movie, new to Netflix. I watched Red Notice. Oh, okay. The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Gal Gadot. Um, it is... Uh, let me say this. My mom loved it. So, there you go. <laughs> I, perfect movie to throw on Thanksgiving weekend when you have your family and not everybody's going to be able to agree on a movie. Throw on Red Notice. Um, you know, the leads are charismatic. Mm-hmm. The plot is non-existent. It's completely ridiculous. I mean, it's them chasing, they're, they're art thieves of some sort, chasing various MacGuffins to get to different locations. Uh, so The Rock and mostly Ryan Reynolds can just do witty banter. And if you, I'll say, my mileage varies on Ryan Reynolds. I thought he was great in this. I was like, I am into the Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds shtick right now. And maybe it's because that. I needed it to get through the two-hour movie. Sure, yeah. Was, I just need him. But it's at, you know, there, there's some interesting action set pieces, various sets. Uh, they both, at different times, The Rock and Ryan Reynolds, drink their own liquors that they own. <laughs> and I was like, you fucking assholes. When The Rock pours... That, except you kind of like it. <laughs> when, <laughs> when Ryan Reynolds does it first, he does, he does his gin. I'm like, 
oh, that's right, we're legit. And then not two, three, four minutes later, in a different scene, does The Rock pour Terramana tequila. I was like, you fucking assholes. You, you, much like, let's go, Brandon, you cheeky bastards. <laughs> the real question is, who did it first? Was it written? In st- I mean, clearly there's some endorsing advertising things going on. Yeah. But did Ryan Reynolds do it in a scene, and then Ro- The Rock's like, you son of a bitch, I'm doing that tomorrow. Well, have you heard... Uh, and you got to pay me, because I'm doing it on camera. Yeah. Have you heard The Rock's... The I don't know if this has ever been proven, or if it's just a rumor about... So Vin Diesel and The Rock seem to have some sort of beef, and that's why they don't appear in Fast and Furious movies together anymore. <laughs> but I'm not caught up yet. I, I hope I'm getting there. I'm going yeah. to throw one out soon. Um, well, um, you'll see. In movies that they're together, you kind of notice, you're like... Is this a heat situation where we're not sure they're in the same room together? <laughs> um, they're, uh, so, but they, I guess, rumor has it that they have this contract that no, neither Vin Diesel nor The Rock can ever look bad in a fight scene. And they actually choreographed it down to the individual punch that they must get the equal number of punches in on each other because neither one of them can look like one one over the other. So I'd like to think that the, that's just The Rock's attitude about everything. And so when Ryan Reynolds pulled it up, he goes, yeah, me too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds got gin. I got my tequila. We'll put it in the movie. Because um, I believe in equality. Yeah. <laughs> this is one, though, and it's under two hours. This is one where I, with Netflix, I was like, there needs to be, someone needs to come in here, and they can't have this much freedom to just do whatever they want. <laughs> Someone's got to edit this movie. And make I, it cohesive. I had I had seen a quote I think from Ryan Reynolds uh-huh. about that movie when it was just released or about to be released, and it was something to the fact of, "Oh yeah, I definitely wasted a lot of Netflix money on this one." Yeah, I so like, like blatantly like made a really bad movie. I just listened to a podcast about this because it's new, and so I was listening to a movie podcast. Netflix, so and you can tell. When if you watch it, a lot of Ryan Reynolds shtick, and then I think the Rock ego maybe just playing along says, "I'm gonna do the Ryan Reynolds shtick too," but I mean, he's the Rock, you know. And the Rock's charismatic guy, but when it comes to that quick, that 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 Ryan Reynolds, you know, um, quippiness, he's not he's not you know punching above his weight a little bit, uh, and so. The pilot was saying that Netflix got... This is the most expensive movie Netflix has ever produced. They are so worried they were going over budget. They had to send someone there to keep them on schedule because Ryan Reynolds was just riffing. Just <laughs> just improving Lines, things, and The Rock then started improving things. The last thing you want is Gal Gadot trying to improv things. <laughs> um, she's not a good actress. I don't... She's um, stunning to look at. She's a presence. Like, you you can't watch this Wonder Woman. You're kind of drunk, like... When she steps on oh, the yeah. screen, you're like, yeah, beautiful. I get it. Yeah, like, beautiful. Yeah, yeah and, and yeah, not just her looks, but she has this command, and she's very tall, and she fits in these action movies. When she has to deliver lines, though, she's just not great. The guy who plays uh, Russ, Russ Tanneman from Silicon Valley, uh, uh, Three Commas. Okay, yeah. He's in it, and um, I thought he was fun. He's doing some... He's doing some accent that I don't know where that where where he's supposed to be from, but he's in it. He's uh, was he? He's chewing scenery. Was he one of the dudes in um, Two Guys, a Girl, in a Pizza Place? 
with Ryan Reynolds' show? Oh, I don't know. His old that show went one season that was actually really good. Was he the other guy? Was he the other guy? I don't know. If not, he looks like the other yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, Ryan. Well, maybe because Ryan Reynolds. Because uh, it's like, well, maybe Ryan Reynolds called in a yeah. first play. Nah, it's a different guy actually. And he's just dunking on the guy the whole time doing Ryan Reynolds. It's a different fun guy. insults. Um, yeah. So red notice. Uh, it's not good, but your sixty-two-year-old mother. Um, will enjoy it, I think, <laughs> if, she, if she's into such things. Uh, and that's what I watch. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of movies, nothing great. If I, you know, King Richard, Harder They Fall. Check those two out. Those would be my two recommendations. But uh, the rest of these are just movies that exist. Just, like, you can watch them or not. You, it's yeah. Like, it's like your choice. I would never tell anybody not to watch a movie. Oh, uh, of this list. I'm not going to say don't watch Chips. But if you don't like it, don't tell me, don't, don't complain to me. And say that I recommended it because um, I'm telling you it's not good, but watch it. Maybe you'll get something out of it. Support, maybe you're really into Dax. Support Michael Pena. You know? Or maybe you really like Kristen Bell and so you're going to support her by supporting her husband. Oh, would you be shocked that if I told you a movie written directed by Dax, written directed and starring Dax Shepard also features Kristen Bell? No, not at all. Yeah, she's in it. It'd be expected. Yeah. And so, it'd be disappointed if she didn't show up. Yeah, if you're a Kristen Bell fan, she's in it. If you're a fan of Rosa Salazar from uh, Man Meets Girl from FX, she's in it. And uh, I wish better things for her than, than Chips. If you're a fan of Vincent D'Onofrio, he's in it. And tell you what, good actor. He's trying. He's trying with the crap that's around him. Uh, it's Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. So, um, yeah, King Richard... And um, what was the other one? Harder They Fall. Check those ones out. We watched two. Uh, we got two other movies in. So a lot of mo- lot of movies to be had this holiday season. We decided to watch Expendables Two, the 2012 sequel to the 2010 hit The Expendables. Uh, the Expendables is an action adventure movie directed by Sylvester. Directed and written. He's pulling the Dak Shepard. Writer, director, star Sylvester Stallone. Uh, well, also, Dax pulling the Stallone. Oh, that's true. This is much, much later. Yeah. Well, Stallone's been doing this. He's been doing seven this. Years. When, yeah, he's been doing this for years. Uh, it also stars Jason Statham, Jet Li, Dolph Lundgren, Eric Roberts. Uh, cameos by a bunch of different people that you'll recognize: Arnold Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis, um, Terry Crews from Brooklyn Nine Nine, Randy Couture from the UFC. My friend, I met him once. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin is in this. I say Eric Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts was one of the five I named. Um, did I cover them all? Oh, um, Mickey Rourke is in this. That, I think that's everybody. Yeah, I think so. We got yeah, them all. Yeah. Uh, Expendables two expands a bit more on this, but uh, yeah, that's it. This is um, oh, let me pull up my Expendables. Uh, the Expendables two thousand ten movie. It. Uh, Barney Ross, played by Sylvester Stallone, leads a band of highly skilled mercenaries, including knife enthusiast Lee Christmas, a martial arts expert, heavy weapons specialist, a demolitionist, and a loose cannon sniper. When the group is commissioned by a mysterious Mr. Church to assassinate the dictator of a small South American island, Barney and Lee visit the remote locale to scout out their opposition and discover the true nature of the conflict engulfing the city. Was this your first time seeing... The Expendables. Yes. Uh, what, what were your thoughts of The Expendables? It's terrible. 
piece of crap. Yeah. And I can't believe it came out in 2010. I thought it was like maybe four years old. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, 11 years Eleven years ago. Yeah. I um, I also do not think this is a good movie. I don't think this is... I don't think this is a good movie. And I don't think this is so bad it's a good movie. I think this is a bad movie. Yeah. I, I like the logo. The logo is But cool. here's the caveat though, Mark. Yeah. You've seen that? I like the logo on the DVD cover and uh-huh. the posters and all that. Yeah. I like the Expendables in-movie logo even better. Why isn't the real Expendables logo being used as the poster cover logo? Uh, I gotta check this out. Uh, you vamp. So, the poster is like this skull thing with all these like guns as wings. Yeah. Right? And I think it's totally cool. There's some knives at the bottom. Yeah, I think it's totally okay. badass. But, in the movie, the Expendables like thing is the skull with the raven on top oh. and that is really cool that was like, on their motorcycle yeah okay. it's like he's got getting the tat of it yeah it's on the knives it's on the motorcycles it's badass why isn't that on the tv in on the movie cover or on the posters why is it that fake thing that doesn't show up in the movie at all well it only shows up in the menus it shows up maybe it shows up in two two it ends i looked for it the, the end of the movie, when it comes up, the skull pops up, and the knives fan out, and then the handguns fan out, and then behind the fan guns, or the handguns, the machine guns pop out. And then that's how the movie ends. I don't remember so you that. Sit, you guys sit for the end credits. All the way to the end of the end credits? No, no, it's right after, uh, we'll get into Expendables too. the great last line, you should learn how to fight, fist bump, yeah. sail off into the sunset, skull pops up, knives, Handguns, psh, machine guns, psh, behind okay. it. I don't remember seeing that. Yeah. It's like a I, big CGI. I may have lost... I, I may have... Yeah. I may have, after the fist pump, immediately just said no. <laughs> you hung your head. <laughs> but no, but no, I stayed through the the comic book style credits, though. Where there, it's like, Stallone. Yeah. St- it shows the photo of the guy. And, oh. Stallone. Maybe it's after that. Because I don't remember seeing it at all, and I stayed through that okay. part. Because I was thinking, like, I'm like, okay, well, it wasn't in one of Mavis Expendables 2 thing. Yeah. I never saw it in the movie. It's not on any of their, it's not on their airplane. It's not on any of the motorcycles in the movie. Um, so, yeah, that, that, so, yeah, we could talk about the logo all night. Yeah. <laughs> they, you know what? Great logo. Great logo. Great it's logo. Cool. I do like it. Yeah. I just don't understand why... They had this yeah. cool, like, in-movie logo. I'll see if I can screenshot it. I'm going to go back, ass. try to find it at the end. Or maybe it's in the beginning. I mean, I believe you. I believe you. Yeah. It's there somewhere. Yeah. But it doesn't show up, like, actually in the film. No, no. It's definitely not but the, the as film, prominent as the Raven yeah, the on the skull. Yeah, the in-film logo is even better. Yeah. Why didn't they just put that on a poster? Maybe it didn't... Maybe it didn't sell what the expendable was enough to its target audience. You know, then a movie starring. I bet they tested that logo. All these guys, and we called the Expendables about mercenaries. They're like, how do we even convey even further? Let's put a shit ton of guns yeah. and knives. The, the the whole movie passed screen testing with test audiences, except for the the Raven on the hell on the yeah on the skull. And they're like, what is this bird like, movie? What, yeah, what is this bullshit? What is this about the birds? Is this birds? <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna watch the birds. I want to see action. I want to see guys blow up. I don't want to see Tippy Hedren. Yeah, 
And they're like, I have put, put guns. <laughs> uh, well, The Expendables is made for an $80 million budget. It grossed $275 million. Has a 42% on Rotten Tomato based on 209 reviews. Uh, the general consensus, it makes good on the old school action it promises, but given all the talent on display, The Expendables should hit harder. Um, while watching The Expendables, did you think that this movie needed to further its story with a sequel? No, not at all. I was absolutely baffled after like getting through the first one. How could we have another one of these? How, how did they even allow this to happen? Well, clearly they made money. A lot of money. So I yeah. guess that's how. <clears throat> yeah, it, I mean, definitely there was no story left to be told. But with a, this type of movie where it's just soldiers, you go, oh, well, do I want to see that? Do I want to see this crew on another mission? And after the first one, um, I said no. No, I don't have any more. But you don't sign the checks. I don't. Whoever signs the checks said, yeah. Yeah. And that person, probably slashed all home. Probably still <laughs> Uh Well, we get a sequel. Just two years later, they pop out another Expendables movie. This time, uh, Stallone hands the reins over to Simon West uh, as director, but Stallone returns as a co-writer along with a team of four other people. Um... And back to Star, along with uh, pretty much everybody from the previous movie, they also add to this uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Nanyu, Liam Hemsworth. Um, this time, Mr. Church reunites the Expendables for what should be an easy paycheck. But when one of their men is murdered on the job, their quest for revenge puts them deep in enemy territory and up against an unexpected threat. Um, what was just your quick thought of The Expendables 2? Somehow, Expendables Two was better than Expendables One. It it was a somehow they made a better movie. <laughs> I I we're, we're, you and I this will be therapy because we're I if you ask me why is it better I don't know but I can tell you Expendables Two is so much better than Expendables One and it's pretty much the same movie the, but it's somehow better. I can tell the first reason I think it's better. The villain. Has a point of view. Yeah. In Expendables 2. In Expendables 1, the villain is stupid. It's a guy that looks like Tom Berenger, but they just couldn't get Tom Berenger, I guess. Why didn't they get Tom Berenger? Why didn't they get Tom Berenger? I mean, I don't know. Eric Roberts is a a person. He's in movies. He's not in... Tom Berenger is in this class of like those guys. Right. Why not get Tom Berenger? Just get Tom Berenger. Did Tom Berenger not want to do this? Like, yeah. So that's why um, the the villain in the second one was better. Yeah. The secondary, the first one's almost got like a secondary villain, right? Uh, the general. The, yeah, the yeah. general, the the guy from Dexter. Um, absolute waste of screen time. What's his motive? Uh, money. Yeah. He, Boring. Yeah. He's just there to have a connection to the 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 girl. Yeah. Uh, that. Kind of, you know, the the only plot point that kind of drives the story yeah. is the girl. He's a great actor. Total waste. They wasted him. Yeah. They wasted him in that part. He should not have taken that part. But he's like, it's still movie. We got to do it. Yeah. Uh, so that is my first reason why Expendables 2 is better. The villain is better and actually, like, had a... Yeah, he's going to blow some shit up. Yeah. I'm trying to think who should have been that guy. If that guy turned the role down... Um, I just shouldn't just didn't need it why can't we just have a drug uh, a, a drug lord overtake an island 
Why isn't that enough? Yeah. Why do we gotta have like why are we wasting this time with this general this general side story? Well, it's just so we have some sort of connection to this girl because yeah. it can't just be a random girl trying to save her her, her island. She's got to have some connection to the to yeah. the people in a way, I guess. Could it have been Lou Diamond Phillips? Does he fit into that? I'm trying. Uh, and Lou Diamond Phillips is a he's Asian, I believe. But I, mean, I, gu- I guess. There a, I mean, what are we what are we trying to do? Just cast him with a guy that fits with the Stallone. Okay, and, cast him along along the theme of. If we had Tom Berenger, who should also play? Because it's a prominent role. Right. Who, who would play... Now, you're saying it should be a less prominent role. Really, it should be a minimal role. There should, be, should just be a general who has given his army over to the main bad guy, Eric Roberts. Yeah. And that's it. But, uh, you know, if you give it a more prominent role... Jeez, um, I mean, did the 80s and 90s really have... Uh, a, a, you know, was there a, a Latin actor who... Um, Started movies. We talked. We talked about him earlier this episode, Mark. Estrada. Fucking Estrada. Estrada. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's got chips. Well, I mean, he had the film career. Yeah. I mean, we'll get into this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you know, let, let's let's dive into what makes this such a better movie. <laughs> uh, and and does better in this case mean good? I don't know. We're gonna break it down. What What did you like about the Expendables two? I I I like the 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 plot better. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess the plot. I guess I like that better. What is the plot? The, the, the plot of the first one is so paper thin. CIA comes up to them, says we're hiring you to take out this guy, this thing. They get down there, they find out, uh, uncover the intrigue. Oh, yeah, and then they're like, well, their mission kind of failed. The girl gets captured. Now we got to go back. And, and that's really it. Yeah. Yeah. This one, um, but there, there's like, was it plutonium? Is that what they're going after? Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah. Van, Van Dam. There, there's some sort of uh, computer thingy. Yeah. I mean, this full of holes. Yeah. There clearly is. I, 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 I really wasn't sure what they were after. After this whole movie, it's revenge. I mean, that, that's well, really were, their motivation. Well, so, but what they find the airplane wreckage. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly what that was they were getting. Uh, it was like the the plans to the mine. Okay. And was so, that, okay, is that what they were getting? And yeah. Then, and then Van Dam needed that. I mean, but Van Dam was clearly after the plutonium. Right. He's other, a weapons dealer of some yeah, sort. Yeah, weapons dealer. He's going to sell or, it to the. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that. Okay. So yeah, I wasn't really sure what they were actually looking for at the airplane yeah. site. I didn't care. Yeah. What they found it. A MacGuffin. Yeah. <laughs> They're simply there to retrieve a microchip that, yeah, is going to put the, yeah, to, to move the story along. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I, I, I agree with you. I like the villain. I I think one of, the things I, one of the things that I liked about this one more than the first one, the first one was kind of, kind of dark a little bit. It wasn't, I didn't have fun watching a movie where it should be, it should be, a, when you put this, Cat, when you put this cast together and you promise me what you promised me based on just the concept of the movie, it should be fun. I should be enjoying you shooting them up, blowing things up, and I didn't have fun watching it. I mean, they, they waterboard a person, and, and there, there's a there's threat of like sexual violence, and there's not a lot of wise quips. This Van Dam as the villain, he's silly, and I was yeah. like, yeah, he's bringing he. 
he understands the assignment. He he's like, yeah, uh, I'm an over the top villain. I'm gonna just do my Van Dam thing. Yeah. Um, and then there's a lot more quippiness. In, you know, there's just the team seems to be having a little more fun. Yeah. The yeah that that whole the whole the whole feel of the movie is is smoother because yeah. you're right. The first one. Super dark, and then yeah, oh, we maybe we're trying to make a statement on yeah. like genocide. We're gonna and, make you know. a statement, and then we're gonna have a funny area, and then we're gonna have a action scene, yeah. and then we're gonna have a, a, a you know a martial arts scene, and then Mickey Rourke's gonna give this deep thing about you know killing someone in Vietnam, yeah. and yeah, where where yeah the 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 second one had more coherence, yeah, beginning to end on what they were starting with and what they were gonna end with. It, it, it shared a tone, a vision of yeah, what, yeah, yeah. This is the type of movie we're in. Um, I um, I will never not think Jet Li is cool. So that I mean I, I, I get he was in the first one, but him in the second one and that opening thing where um, they just kill the entire uh, cut you know the entire army of a, of a country. Uh, but Jet Li with the frying pans, I was like, yeah, this is what I want. I want act- this is what I want for my action movie. Uh, I've also come to the thing, I like, in my action movie, I like hand-to-hand stuff. Mm. I, I don't get the thrills of just seeing guys shoot shoot people anymore. I know? will say that was a positive on the first movie for me was the, the kind of like the brawl scene. The yeah. one big brawl scene. Against Dolph? Uh, that one? Where it's no, alone. no, it was when the team showed up to get him out of the... Oh, in the tunnel? Yeah. That, that, that was, scene was really good. That was my favorite yeah, part of the that movie. That was a yeah. really good scene. And, and yeah, more of the hand-to-hand versus... Yeah. There, there's some gunplay in there, but yeah. but versus like running, driving in with tanks. And, yeah. And then, and then you know... And I mean, the, I'm with you on that. I like the hand-to-hand stuff. I uh, did... I mean... Two did have some cool, like, kind of James Bondy shit with the airplane. Yes. I, I love all the shit they're doing with the airplane. Yeah. It Especially doesn't the, the beginning sense. scene. The yeah. beginning scene's so ridiculous. They come in with all the tanks. And I'm like, yeah, I just got done watching the first one. Actually, I didn't get done watching the first one. Uh, I started the first one. I got to where there was about 20 minutes left. I say, I don't, I'm going to bed. I'm going to watch this. And then I got tired on schedule. I said, I got to watch two. If I don't finish one, that'll be a talking point. I got to watch two, though. So I, so I watched two. Dolph Lundgren, I last saw him trying to kill Jet Li and then being shot by Stallone. So when he shows up, as their buddy in this one, I was very confused. But I mean, it took me a second. I get there, I go, they must have reconciled. And then I went back and finished the last twenty minutes of one, and uh, they reconciled. He went to therapy, I guess. Yeah, it's good. That's a good message, especially for for these macho, um, you know, these macho gun movies. Men talk about your feelings. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When he shows up driving the table, like, wait. Well, I thought he died, but two, he was definitely a bad guy, right? He he tried to kill Jet Li, um, but it worked it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So when they get there and they're driving the tanks, I like. Am I in for more of one? And in which case, God, I had an hour and forty minutes of this. Then they do the hand to hand stuff. I'm digging that. And then when they go through the jungle on these zipline things, as that's where. I now I'm now in the movie. I'm like, yep, that's stupid. Yeah, but I but I dig it. That's fun. That, these guys just on zipline shooting people. We got we got the zipline scene, which is so dumb. Why does that but, exist? But, Why does that okay. series of ziplines exist? That leads into a boat scene, 
on the boats. They have jet, jet skis. skis. What the fuck was their, was their plan? <laughs> they get on a boat <laughs> with jet skis. They get on a boat, except Stallone, he gets into a helicopter. Somehow he goes, yeah, he or, goes, uh, gets airplane, plane. And they're in an airplane, in which they meet up with the boat that detached with jet skis. They come around, they land in the plane. Why didn't they all just go to the plane? Or... And then you have the great scene of like, can they get the plane up in time? Which that's always great in movies. <laughs> Why not all just go to the, you had the plane? Why what was the plan with the boat? And why jet skis on boats? Why not just get on jet skis? <laughs> Why did you need the jet skis? Why did you need the boat if it detaches into two jet skis? Also, you knew there was a dam. That dam was they didn't the bad guys didn't construct that dam. Just then to shoot at you, it was there the whole time. And another thing, we got, they're sitting double and triple on jet skis. You don't got enough jet skis for everyone to have their own? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know it's cool to have one guy driving and one guy shooting. Right. But it's way cooler to drive and shoot at the same time. Oh, yeah. We That's learned that with uh, Fucking True Grit. We Mr. Church. True Grit. Fucking John Wayne. Yeah. Double gunning. We learned that back in the in the true in the Western days. Yeah, that it was cooler to run and shoot at the same time. If Mister Church can drive us uh, that little smart car and shoot at the same time, you can drive a jet ski. <laughs> uh, but I watched that scene. I said, "This is stupid," but I feel like they've embraced the stupid, and now I'm into it. Yeah. Um, so I did. Yeah, it, this had a lighter tone and um, better action sequences. Yeah, I, I dug more of the hand to hand stuff. Um, I like. Statham's whole knife thing. I don't know how many knives that man carries on him at all times, but he has a lot of them. And every time he threw a knife, I I dug it. I was like, yeah, cool. Another another guy killed with a knife. Another knife throw. Yeah. I mean, he must have thrown like a hundred knives. Yeah, a lot of knives. Hey, well, on his person. The church scene, where he's like a monk or a priest or yeah. whatever. That's kind of cool, but that was like one... It was a cool scene, but one of those that wasn't consistent with the goofiness of the movie... Because then all of a sudden we're doing this like badass kung fu shit with him. Yeah. Lots of knives. A lot of knives. But it just didn't make sense. Like, take off the robe and like, I don't know. That scene I liked, but it didn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because it got too melodramatic. All of a sudden he does this melodramatic double knife throw for the kill. And it's like, I'm pretty sure I heard like, like monk chatting in the back, like, like chanting in the background yeah. music, like whoa, like yeah. he's a holy warrior now. Like take your robe off and beat the shit out of these guys, dude. Yeah, but he needed to fool them into thinking he was a monk. I get the beginning. I get and the beginning of that fight, but eventually you just gotta rip that. I off. think at a certain point, I, I think he really committed to the bit because he wanted to say the line. I now pronounce you, man <laughs> and knife. <laughs> and I gotta tell you. You know, I criticize bad writing all in the Expendables too. When he says, "I now pronounce you man and what man and knife," I liked it. I said, "Yep, that's great." I loved all the stupid lines for I, some yeah, reason. They were fine. Stallone they, the, cuts off a guy's head and says, "Heads up," you know. The, the dumb lines didn't bother me. I mean, there's I, one I wrote that I was like, "That's stupid," and it was in the beginning, and I was worried I was in for more stupidness when Terry Crews says, uh, "I got your gangbang right here," but no one had said anything. Mm. No one had brought that up previous, and he just kind of says it. I was like, "That's that's dumb." And 
What are you trying to What are you trying to put on this guy? Yeah, I don't remember that one. He's on a zipline. He's got his gun. He says, "I got your gang bang right here." Um, I had the feeling I was like, "Well, yeah, you're the black character, but I don't, I don't associate you with a gang member." And also, no one, no one said anything to you yet. Yeah. Uh, and then they got more fun after that. Then when Van Dam, especially when Van Dam shows up, when Van Dam. And what I wrote in my notes, when Van Dam Van Damming the knife into Billy, that was good. That was that good was shit. Yeah. That's why you bring in Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. We want to see him do spin kicks. He has the guy hold the knife, spin kicks it into the guy's chest. Yeah. That, Just to show that off. That was so cool. I, and, and when he's fighting Stallone at the end, we yeah. get a lot of cool roundhouse yes. shots that look like, man, you could have taken those right out of Bloodsport. Yeah. I was like, that looks awesome. And then I was waiting for a split punch but we never yeah. got split punch yeah he, he may not be able to do that split, I was wondering split he, I mean, he can still do the kicks but yeah. could he still do the splits between you know two two objects yeah um yeah that fight scene at the end I thought that was great when he's got the knife he's got that big ass knife that big ass expendables knife he probably says something quippy and then Stallone grabs the chain and drapes it on his neck you know, that's just something I've never seen in an action movie before. So I was there. I, yeah. I like the yeah, I like the chain. with the chain on I like the, the neck. chain move. And he just drips yeah, it like over a, his drips it over like a python. Yeah, it just says, come on. And starts whipping it around. And I don't really think you can fight with a chain that good, like like scientifically, engineering wise, if and you know, given the physics. Yeah. But loved it. Yeah. Loved it. And that's where I'm willing to, you know, put reality aside and let Stallone just beat the shit out of the chain. If you can, even if it makes no sense, if it's creative and it's not something I've seen before, I'm more willing to forgive you in an action movie. But, you know, and that's why I kind of get bored with the gun stuff because it's like, this isn't innovative, this isn't creative. Especially, I mean, this movie was made in 2012, but I live in a post-John Wick world. So, (laughs) if you're going to be shooting, if if all you're doing, Terry Crew and Randy Couture, is you're just the gun guys... You gotta, you gotta be cool with yeah. your guns, you know. You I mean, at least Terry Crews had that like street sweeper shotgun. I think those are what those are called. In that Just first like... movie, yeah, in the tunnel scene when he when he makes his big hero entrance with the shotgun, when he's describing a shotgun as a woman, and he says it fires two hundred and forty rounds per minute. I was like, that's a lot of rounds for a shotgun. Are you sure? But then he comes into the tunnel and it seems to be going pretty fast. Yeah, like from and my experience in the Call of Duty video games, yeah. I think that's called the Street Sweeper. Yeah. And you see why, right? Just, that's what Nelly just, uses in Country Grammar. Sweep, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what he's talking about. Yep, yep. He's not talking about cleaning the streets. No. He's talking about cleaning A lot streets. of people forget that Country Grammar is about a drive-by shooting. Yeah. People forget that when he's coming down your street with a Street Sweeper. You know, that, watch out. People respect noise. That's right. Um. Yeah. What? Anything else that, that you liked about? Um. Mentioned that I like the airplane stuff. Um. I wish they would have elaborated more on uh, Barney's love of his crappy ass airplane. Yeah. Um. Because I just like that he's like got this tricked out plane with his ridiculous it's got Santa Claus. Ridic- in yeah. This one he the first movie he's got like um World Wildlife Fund or something. Yeah. Like their that's their their ruse. This one now he's just delivering packages. He's yeah. Just, he his ruse is he's Santa. That's cool. Uh-huh. That's I'm fine with that. Yeah. I like it. Um. He's got like a big old cannon in it. He's got like gas bombs, mini guns. Um. Except when they light stuff on fire. 
um, Statham still has to shoot the flare. Like, they can't rig that into the plane. Right. Whatever, whatever. You can't, I mean, napalm's dangerous, you know? Yeah. Um, so I like that. I like the plane thing. Um, sorry to see that plane go mm. at the end of the movie. Um, he gets a new one, though. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So I, I like that. Yeah. 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 I uh, put this in the positives, and I think this kind of goes with my enjoyment of the, the tone of this and how I feel like this is a little more tongue-in-cheek. I feel like they're more aware uh, self-aware of what these guys are Chuck Norris's intro and yeah. the western sting behind his um, showing up and uh, I don't know if Chuck Norris can move anymore he looked very stiff but they didn't ask him to do a lot oh and man dude he's still doing Total Gym is he? okay oh, yeah dude he I mean in his two scenes he just walks it's, he seems stiff maybe he didn't get, get a good stretch this morning and he just kind of holds a gun at his side and that's all that's all he does uh this is 2012. Peak to that. Well, actually, probably the He's, joke's probably four I mean, years old. They get a Chuck Norris joke in. Chuck Norris is the original meme, right? You know what? Probably, yeah. I bet you could probably say that those Chuck Norris jokes were the first memes. Yeah. Yeah. But he... He's got to be 80. Yeah. Looks great. Looks great. But yeah, I would be surprised if he's got a little arthritis or something. Yeah. All that karate and stuff takes a toll on you. Yeah. Um, but I, I... kicks with cowboy boots on and Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. You can't... You can't do that and think you're going to live a healthy life. No, that's not good for our It's like being an NFL linebacker. Like, after your eight years of of greatness, you're fucked. Yeah. You know? Hope you you get, hope you saved your money. All that Walker, Texas Ranger money. Yeah. Because you're going to need it. But I assume he did. Uh, He's doing all right. He's got a great cameo. I like his cameo. Um, The scene where they're in the airport and they blow down the glass and the three men standing there is Arnold. Stallone, Willis. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was great. I was like, yep, that's fun. That's fun. And then we have this big gun battle. Mm-hmm. I forgive Arnold shooting a gun because that's Arnold's thing. You know, if you're gonna be shooting a gun, have it be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, that little airport thing, you know, that, that was okay. But I like just the visual of those three guys standing together. I was like, yep, this is it. This is. Can Can I tell you the only thing that offended me? No, no, Seagal. Maybe he's in three. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. But the thing in two that offended me was Arnold Schwarzenegger saying, "What's next?" Rambo shows up. Yeah, because they're doing this. They're they're doing these quips alluding to the, the past roles, right? And stuff alluding, but he just straight up says Rambo. Yeah. Barney is played by the guy that plays Rambo. Like it didn't work. This always gets into the thing, and I thought about this, and so here's my here's my answer to you. Because you, you get into the thing of, so does Rambo exist in the Expendables world? In which case, does Sylvester Stallone exist in the in in the world? Then, if Stallone exists in the world, how come no one ever says to Barney when he's trying to be undercover, "Hey, man, you look a lot like action star Sylvester Stallone." I think when Arnold says, "What next, Rambo?" He is referring to the book, and the movie's never been made. Okay, that sense. Yes. So in the beginning, Arnold takes. Terry Crews gun. He says, "Hey, if you don't get it back, your ass is terminated." Just so, he didn't say, "You're the Terminator." Just a illusion. Just oh, terminated, yep. terminated. Little, little, Arnold says, "Yippee ki yay!" That can be a reference yep. to anything. Homage. Yeah, I'll be back as said, but just straight up say, "What next, Rambo?" Now you're kind of breaking this fourth wall of, well, but Rambo. So in this world, Rambo's a movie character played by Sylvester Stallone, but Sylvester Stallone's in the movie. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the one that I was like that. I have the same one. Totally out of place. Yeah. I mean, they're all cheesy and dumb. Yep. Doesn't bother me. Right. But that one, I'm like, 
Eh, yeah. Come on, Arnold. You want to find a way of saying Ram- the same way you alluded to the Terminator by saying Terminated. You kind of want to find that Rambo, like. I mean, even in the first movie, they made fun of Schwarzenegger being a politician. Yes. He wants to be president one day. Yeah. What's his problem? Now he wants to be president. That's funny. Right. You know? Yeah. But yeah, just the straight up, what, who next Rambo is, um, yeah. I think it would have been better, and, you know, I, the whoever's not in this movie maybe doesn't have, I can't think of it, who has an iconic character like John Rambo. Like, uh, Seagal's on this movie, you can't say... What next, Casey Ryback? Because uh, very few people are going to get that reference. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, um, who, Kurt Russell. You know, you can't say, who next? Cash from Tango and Cash. <laughs> uh, so, you know, Rambo is like, oh, Rambo, but yeah. It, it, Santa from the Christmas Chronicles? That, that's when you just got to yeah, cut that line, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That should have been, um, yeah, should have been edited. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we yeah, a lot of positives in this one. What, what were some things that you didn't like about Expendables 2? I mean, it's just not a good movie. I, I, I don't know if I have specifics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, it's, it's way better than one, mm-hmm. but it's the same. But it's better. I can name the positives. I'm like, okay, that is better for me. Negative-wise, I don't know, man. It is a bad movie. I think maybe we mentioned just the some of the stupid things. Yeah, it's it's... The plot's kind of dumb. And some of the very... negative things are, are so stupid, they're hilarious. Like at one point, we're wearing cardigans and flat caps. Yes. And then, all of a sudden, oh, it's battle time. So we're in battle gear and berets. Yeah. And, okay, this is this is a negative meat for me from, from, start, from the start of the franchise, uh-huh. Mark. Berets? Fucking berets? Your costume people are like, hey, you got all this badass gear and you're going to wear berets. Yeah. There's nothing fucking badass about our beret. I don't care who wears it. There's nothing badass about it. Where does that stem from? Is that like 80s army? The military still wears berets. They like still, the, okay. the Rangers, like uniforms, they got, they don't yeah. wear them in battle. They wear fucking helmets because they're not dumb. Yeah, I mean. They wear fucking helmets in battle, Mark. You guys are, I mean, you're mercenaries. And they even make a point. Hey, we're not, we're not an American organization. So you can wear whatever you want. You can wear those. You can wear those caps. Why? What? Yeah, wear, wear those, those jaunty caps. caps. Yeah, I mean, uh, Cortez wearing that sweet Jeep hat. Yeah, like, you know, wh- the berets are the stupidest. Your costume people fuck you over. Yeah, on berets. Like yeah, you, you, you guys look badass as hell. You got you're old, but you're strong. You got some cool like fake hats that look badass. Yeah, fucking berets. Just berets, Mark. Cut berets. Yeah. You guys don't look cool at all wearing berets. Do not look cool. Yeah. I mean, Statham, I feel like his embrace... I mean, he, I feel like he's one of the icons of badass bald dudes. Yeah. So just be bald. In fact... And Stallone's got great hair. I would like to to have seen some some banter between Statham and and Willis on who's got the better dome. Like... Yeah. They left that on... They they left that on the cutting room floor, but they left in the the Rambo line. Yeah. I'm pissed about the berets, Mark. Yeah, berets is never a good look. I mean, we're trying... It, we're, we're in two. We're doing this cool, like trying to blend in with this Eastern European, Eastern European, you know, Western Russian, like wherever they are. Yeah. Like, oh, I mean, you've you've seen the movies, Mark. All those people do is wear sweaters and flat caps. Yeah. Boom, nailed it. Ah, uh, they blend look right great. in. They look great. You blend right in. <laughs> it threw me off. It did throw me off, but it, I noted it. I said, "The what? Those are great sweaters." 
great that, sweaters. I mean, Statham, Statham looks like a model. I'm pretty sure those are out of his like personal collection. Yeah, Statham looks great. Stallone's got this he provided, great. He provided all coat. all the costumes for for this yeah. for, for these scenes. This was out of Statham's personal personal wardrobe <laughs> at his home. But they're army guys, so they should be wearing the the army pants and the 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 Kevlar vests and you know tactical gear the whole time, because that ragtag group of expendables you don't fit in anywhere. Right. You well, stick what, out like a sore thumb. Once you're past two dudes, you can't blend yeah. in. Dolph Lundgren is like seven feet tall. <laughs> I mean, they, they call him Frankenstein throughout most of the movie. Uh, Terry Crews, he's an African-American gentleman. Oh, Blackfoot, Native American. Uh, <laughs> walking around Eastern Europe. Like, he sticks out. <laughs> Ray Gator, he looks like he might be from there. Uh, yeah, the bra- the berets are berets are, are never a good look, um, but and, and they don't all wear berets. But yeah. you know the two the two leads wear the berets, two leads. and they look like idiots. it's the Stallone it's the Stallone Thaisem show yeah. Statham and uh, yeah you don't need them. Um, I did you know when he's uh, someone says yeah who who are you and he's like oh, we're Americans and I like that little eh well technically we're all from somewhere I was like I'm glad you answered that because. If I was invested in the first one, I wasn't. The first one, I just dismissed. I was like, I don't give a f- Yes, I do not care why Jet Li and Jason Statham are part of this crew. Because, yeah, one's, one's Chinese. He's clearly British. Uh, what, what is this weird international group of thing? And like the same one, there's like, yeah, no, we are this international ragtag. Though, and maybe this is actually part of his heritage. <laughs> Terry Crews said... Blackfoot Indian. I was like, are you? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know, true. but maybe that's true. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, uh, Dolph Lundgren, Swedish. I was like, yeah, but you don't represent, like, the Swedish army. That's not a thing. Right, right. You're not like, <laughs> like where did you learn to fight? representative of this, yeah. like, clandestine mercenary yeah. group. Yeah. Where, 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 did, where did you learn all this yeah. stuff? Because it wasn't the Swedish army. Um, I did like how he, he he's in, he's ends up being, like, a chemical... Uh, you know, uh, doctorate in chemistry or something, yeah. biochemistry. Yeah. And and I, I like that little bit in this movie. Are they making the bomb? The bomb that didn't work. Yeah. It's so funny. I. Th- this is a bad movie, but there's just. This bordered on so bad it's good. Yeah. Because yeah. they're in on the joke of it and they get to do the silly stuff like him making the bomb and then it just not working. I was like, yeah, that's a great gag. But. The story, the acting, the, you know, um, just big part. This is, it's just not good, but they they pull it off. They pull off the bad writing where I'm enjoying it because I've given up that, yeah, this is this is stupid, but it's more fun than the first one. Yeah. Um, which I think, you know, answers the next one. How does this improve? And that's kind of where, did the first one, does the first one do anything better than this one? Is there anything from the first one that you would take and add to it? No, I don't. I don't think so. I have one note. It, 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 I guess it's a reference to the first one, in that I rec- I think a lot of people, even if you're not a pro wrestling fan, you recognize Stone Cold Steve Austin as the as Eric uh, Roberts heavy. I wish the other guy that was standing next to Van Dam the whole time was somebody I recognized. Okay. I just wish that was a guy that I, I was like, oh, they got yeah. that. I wish it was. Oh, oh, they got that guy. I wish that was Tony Ja. You know, just somewhere sure. I go. Well, oh, okay, I know him. Well, now that you mentioned that, I, I, I wanted to play a little game, maybe do a little exercise okay. with you, um, since we're kind of winding down here. Yeah. Um, and then maybe after this we can just finish up, but um, 
So, Expendables when it when it came out, yeah, th- this movie was pumped at th- this movie was was marketed as we're getting all the greats back. Yeah, and this is one reason I didn't see it because I saw the cast. Yeah, and I think the first person I, I saw, I'm like, well, these are not the greats. It was it was Terry Crews. Right. When this movie came out, Terry Crews wasn't anybody. This is pre Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and so I'm like, he had his cameo in White Chicks. That's probably it. Yeah, and he was in Longest Yard, maybe before. This. Yeah, I don't know. he was just kind of the, the big buff guy in. Yeah, things. but I'm like, and, and so the, it was very much marketed. We're getting all the the, the all star action yeah. guys in, and then I saw Terry Crews and I saw a bunch of wrestlers. And I'm like, this is bullshit. Yeah, but anyway, so I made a I made a list, and I may have left some off. I think I got everyone here, the okay. main players. Yeah. Okay, and we're gonna. I, I want to have. You make a tier list. Okay. Okay? The tiers go as, as follows. S tier. Top dog action guy. I'll write this down. S. S. So S is the top tier. Yeah. S for super, right? Okay. So top dog, S tier guys. Yep. And then we're going to go to A tier. A. B. B. C. C. We're going to skip a few and go to F. F. Okay. Okay? And I want you to tier these guys. Um, um, am I doing it as of today, or you, do I need to transform myself? You can do it at how you would put them. Okay. You can say as as they are today, as action, maybe as action superstars. Yeah. I mean, that's what the movie was kind of like marketed as. Yeah. Like the, we got these action superstars. Okay. I'm gonna uh, yeah. I'm gonna do it just as I sit here today because I don't know these names. I yeah, and yeah. I, I'm gonna skip around, and I may have missed some guys. I'm yeah. gonna leave a couple people off that wouldn't fall into this list at all. Okay. No offense against non-you and Eric Roberts. Yeah. But they're not going to be tiered here. Okay. Okay. Or or Jason Statham's love interest. Uh, um, yeah. So, okay. Charisma so, Carpenter? Charisma Carpenter. Yeah. So we're just going to go, let's start, and, and this is over across both first two movies. Okay. So these are people who appeared in the movie. Yeah. Let's start with a weird one. Yeah. Mickey Rourke. Oh. Jeez. Okay. Mickey Rourke, and I'm doing this as of right now, I think Mickey Rourke is B-tier. 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 I think um, he's not a guy I think of who is in this action-y, I don't think he's in the same realm with some of these other names that are going to come up, uh, but he's definitely a recognizable 80s actor that kind of fits in that frame, and then I also think he's a very he's a good actor. Yeah. Well... In this age, I mean, we're not, now I'm thinking of the wrestler, you know. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like I know Rick, Mickey Rourke from the wrestler. Yeah. Uh, Sin City. Yeah. And um, Blowfish. Okay. Like, I think Blowfish is like one of the movies that like kind of put him on a map back in the eighties yeah. or whatever. And I guess B tier is fine. Yeah. Um, I'm fine with B tier. Yeah. Um, if you move him up, is he an A? I wouldn't move him up. I'd okay. be more likely to move him down. Okay. If we're going to go in context of this film, I'd move him down because Mickey Rourke, to me, is not an action star. No. He shouldn't have been in this movie if this movie was just for these all-star action stars. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Okay. <laughs> let's go to let's, uh, Terry Crews. Terry Crews, as we sit right here today, he is C. He, he's a C guy. I don't think... Action is Terry Crews' thing. I think he's a. I think he's a comedy. He guy. is a funny guy. I think he is a. I think he plays his physical uh, appearance 
with comedy so well. Okay. So he, I, he's a C. I like that. Ted yeah. Cruz, C tier. Okay. TC. That's where I'm putting him. C. All right, let's skip. Um, let's go to your boy, Jet Li. Jet, Jet Li, right now, Jet Li is an S. Jet Li okay. is a superstar. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, let's not. I mean, cinema exists outside the United States. Those, his Hong Kong stuff, great. But then, <laughs> Romeo must die. Uh, what was it? The one. Uh, there are probably other names like the Enforcer and um, the one where he was a dog and the, the one where him and Jason say the war I think it's just called war I fucking love Jet Li okay. I think Jet Li is so badass okay okay yeah Mark's the guy Lee is uh, S tier okay. Jet Lee S tier okay he's up there with them alright okay okay uh, I'm gonna go new age here on a little bit I'm not sure I should put uh, this person on on the list, but I'm gonna put Liam Hemsworth in here for you. Liam Hemsworth is, I know he's in the Hunger Games. If I was supposed to be impressed by that cameo or his role, I'm I'm not. So Liam Hemsworth, he's an F. Okay, he's not Chris. Okay, okay. were they hoping for Chris? <laughs> Liam, an F because he's not Chris. Love it. Yeah. Um, that's probably unfair. He is an actor. Liam Hemsworth is an. <laughs> Because there's some names I don't throw on your list. There's some names that are F tier. I'm moving them up. Okay. C. Okay. 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 Hemsworth up to C. I'm gonna I'm gonna write F and then I'm gonna go up arrow. Yeah. To C. He promoted mid tier. Mid tier creation. Yeah. Promoted to C. He's playing D. Okay. Um. Uh, uh, Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. As we sit. Right here today. And this is why I think there should be a D. If you want to throw a D in, we can easily throw a D in. I'm think, fine going D. I think he's a D. Okay. I think I think there's some pretty solid Fs. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let's go to let's go to we'll a big a dog. Small D, Steve Austin. Let's go to one of the big dogs. Let's uh, let's go with Bruce Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is a, he's S. He's S a superstar. Okay. Yeah. Um. How about how about Statham? Statham. Statham. You know what? Maybe controversial. I, I mean, he's been a lot of movies. I think he's just a tad. I think he's an A. Okay. I think he's an A. I think Jason Statham. You know, Jet Li. I think is the icon of him and him and Jackie Chan are the icon of the the uh, kung fu, the karate movement of like the late nineties, early two thousands. Statham. I think he's just kind of a guy, but I don't know if you put any of his movies into like god tier action movies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Transport is fun though. Jean Claude Van Damme, uh, JCVD, S. Right. I think he's one of those mount. Uh, he's one of those Mount Rushmore yeah, faces. Yeah, you know? I'm with you. Okay. Uh, Dolph, JCVD. Lundgren is. Oh man! See now I'm thinking of where we stand today, but also as promise of action. I think he's a C. Okay. And he's a C guy. Okay. I think it's fun to see, but I don't think anybody was, you know, clamoring for Dolph. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Randy Couture. I think Randy Couture is, he, he's an F. Okay. Great UFC fighter. Dear friend of mine. Met him once at a wrestling camp. <laughs> but, and probably shown that he's not in movies anymore. I don't know. If you almost look at the first Expendables as the past, Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Eric Roberts... <laughs> past action stars the current 2010 Jet Li probably a little past this thing but Statham the current action guy did they expect Cruz 
Couture, the future. I think big misses on both those guys, okay. but especially on Couture. I mean, just the fact that he's never been in, in another movie that didn't go straight to DVD. Yeah. So, um, dear friend, but he's an F tier of right. actors. Uh, a tier of UFC fighters. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris, A tier. Okay. Yeah. Arnold? Because, I mean, you got to talk about Walker in those uh, Missing in Action movies. Missing in Action is good. Yeah. Arnold, S tier. Okay. Mount yeah. Rushmore. Easy. Yeah. Easy call. And then Sly Stallone. S tier. S tier. Yeah. Uh, Did I miss anybody? Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, we got Austin. I also wish in the first one that the guy, the other guy who was the bad guy, I wish that was somebody too. Uh, just like, like, even on a Randy Couture level. I wish that was Tito Ortiz or uh, 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 St. Pierre. Uh, you know, just like another guy you go, oh, they got that guy. But I had no idea who that guy was yeah. that could throw kicks. Right. And I also wish that J. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, his second was like someone we could throw on this list, but I had no idea who that guy was. But yeah, I think you got all the, the notable names. Yeah, I mean, I think your tier list, I, I for the most part, I'm okay with. Yeah. Um, I I don't have Jet Li as high. Okay. Um, I think I actually, I think I, I, there's no limit on who can be, how many can be in each tier. Yeah. I should have made that clear. Um, we're very S tier heavy, which means we, yeah. Like, do they make? Do they live up to their promise? That that's my thing. Like I don't think Jet Li is S tier. Uh, um, is he A tier? He would be borderline. He'd be just into A tier for me, okay. based on quality of work. Yeah. Um. But like, like I'm 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 team like I'm team I'm team Chan. Oh, okay. Right? So, like, like I, mean, I feel like those two are very comparable, Jet Li versus Jackie Chan. Like, yeah, I think... the time period. I'm Team Chan. Those guys were, like, around the same time, they were both putting out American movies, but yeah. definitely... Yeah. I, I'm more of a Jackie Chan guy, so I, like... But Jackie Chan's not on this list. Yeah. Um, Have you seen Cradle of the Grave with Jet Li and DMX? I haven't. I hate it. Because... Uh, the, sure. the only Jet Li movie I've really enjoyed is Romeo Must Die. Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of his foreign film. That's um, when you get into like Hero, so, Once Upon a Time in China, I mean, yeah, those things. I, I have seen both of those, yeah. actually. Um, I think... Um, Black Mass was dope. I think Steve Austin goes down to me, goes down to F for me. Yeah. Um, Cruz at C is right where I, I would have him. Mickey Rourke. I'm kind of wondering if we should even have included him in this tier list. Yeah. Um, but he's a name. He's fine. I think. Like, he's definitely in that role because he is Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Um, um, this may be controversial. And this is purely based on on volume. Yeah. And note, just volume and being able to consistently get work. Uh, I, I think I put Statham in S. I don't think Statham... Maybe Statham should stay in A because if S is the the the, the Mount Rushmore, yeah. then he doesn't belong on it. But given the sheer amount of shit he just is in, yeah. and it's all the same, like all Statham movies are the same. Just like I gotta tell you, I enjoy him. I don't, yeah, I, I don't about... have a problem with what he does at yeah. all. So yeah, maybe a top of A. Yeah, maybe he's the S tier of the A tier. I mean, to be, you know. 
But yeah, I can't put him. I can't put him on the Mount Rushmore. Oh, he's definitely not. You know, I look at my S tier. You got Jet Li. I, I don't even know if I put Bruce Willis. Because Bruce Willis to me isn't like. To, to me, Bruce Willis is John McClane, and then he's kind of like. He's the guy from. The Sixth Sense and, um, you know, the Jackal or, you know, I'm trying to think of his, like, 90s run of where he's kind of, they're, they're like, full-on action movies. They're, like, more thrillers. The thing is that Die Hard just looms so large. Yeah. Like, it just looms so large that is he, because of one movie, he, he, he could be one of the great. Yeah. He's the great. I mean, I definitely get why he's in this, and I don't, I'm not complaining about him being there. But when I think of like Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Jean Claude Van Damme, those type of movies, those big yeah. action movies, I feel like he's just right below that. But definitely as an act, as a as a movie star, I mean, he's an S movie star. He, he is, yeah. He's probably, I mean, uh, Schwarzenegger. I think Bruce Willis is a bigger God, it's tough with Stallone because Stallone had the Rockies. I was about to say he's a bigger movie star than Stallone. Man, it's tough. Was I mean. Stallone, he does, it, he does it on all levels, though, right? Yeah. I mean, you got the Rockies where they're really awesome sports action, you know, movies, yeah. but he's also, like, such a good performer in it. Um, same can be said for the Creed line yeah. the films. He's so good in Creed. But then he's got all these other action movies, you know, Judge Dredd and shit like that. I mean, he just pumps them out. Yeah. The one thing, Rambo, I, you know, Bruce Willis is John McClane. He did the Die Hard. I don't think Stallone could do Death Becomes Her. He doesn't have that. He doesn't have that like. <laughs> Tiny. <laughs> he doesn't have that. You know, uh, he doesn't have that asshole comedy <laughs> chop that Bruce Willis has. You go, Bruce Willis is a dick, but is he funny? Stallone couldn't have done like a whole nine yards. No, he couldn't have done a whole nine yards. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I don't know if he has that little. I don't know if he has that like the look. You know that Bruce Willis look he can give you. Whereas like, God, this guy's a dick, but right. He's but he's being funny about this, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I don't. And then I don't know if Stallone could do the Sixth Sense. <laughs> but great actor should have been nominated for you know Academy Award for uh, what he did in Creed. Yeah. Um, yeah. But when I think of these, movies, I mean Schwarzenegger, I think is like the Washington Monument of, of these, the the, the Lincoln yeah, Memorial. Yeah. Uh, I, I think also I may have I may have dropped Lundgren. I think I think I got I think I might have got Lundgren down down to a D. I, I, I if I we just, if we create a D, I think that's where Dolph is. You're right, Stone Cold. Stone Cold is not a, a, a movie actor, no. but he gets further than Randy Couture in that he can show up in like the longest yard or these other roles where he, his whole thing is just like drink beer, tap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, ah, oh, okay, yeah, no, yeah. You, you you can play your little, you know, you you can play the role of like the tough Texas, you know, wrestler. Uh, and I Couture, think- I just don't think, and I think it was a big audience that he just shows up people who have no idea who he is yeah and, and I think one thing that the Expendables has taught us is that Dolph Lundgren other than a presence on camera yeah has he, he should not be allowed to open his mouth 
Yeah, he should really lean into the uh, the Frankenstein. Thing. Yeah, he should not be able to talk. He should yeah. not be able to to try to be funny. Yeah. I'm sure in real life he's hilarious. Yeah. I, in fact, I'd love to have a beer with him. I think he's really smart too. I think he. Uh, I, I'm. Yeah, I think he is. Uh, but yeah. Dude, dude, you can't act. You can't act. Just be big, punch just, people. Yeah. Like, don't talk. Don't You're try to be funny. Don't try to. I feel like they were like somewhat trying to make Dolph Lundgren's character the comic relief. Yeah. And it's garbage. Which is, I mean, hindsight, after nine years later, yeah, Terry Crews there. <laughs> yeah. Who, yeah, you're right. Dolph probably does drop a tier down because if I'm looking at my C tier, Terry Crews and Liam Hemsworth are at least credible actors. You can put them in things. Yeah. And they're not as distracting as Dolph Lundgren is. Um, I had a game, but I don't want to take too much time. There is a third one. Uh... So, one of our categories, do you think this movie needs a sequel? <laughs> no. I don't think The Expendables 2 needs a sequel. Yeah, I, I don't think this is as... I enjoyed 2 more than I enjoyed 1, but it's still not a series like I want to see more of. Yeah. But it does exist. Who has not appeared in these that you think should be, or maybe is, in Part 3? I mean, maybe a Jackie Chan. Chan would be great. Um... Seagal. Seagal we mentioned, yeah. yeah. Seagal, I think I think he's the missing I think he's the missing guy. That he's right there with I mean, at this point I think it'd be okay to bring the rock in. Yeah. He's kinda got an action legend of his own. Yeah. Although, you know, so, so we had the expendables, I think Fast and the Furious is I think Fast and Furious can pull is pulling bigger names of yeah. the past. Because yeah. they're the ones who got Kurt Russell. And, you know, they got The Rock and uh, you know Charlize Theron is more have to do that, that you know, not that she's an action, you know, she was in, you know, she's Furiosa, but they can get the rock in Fast and the Furious, and it's like, yeah, I don't need to do it, Expendables, I don't, I don't need to be a joke, because right. I'm still doing this. Um, the other name I had, uh, so yeah, Seagal, Chan, I think is a good one, Wesley Snipes, mm, yeah, I think Snipes. should get his credit for what he did in the 90s as an action guy, yeah. uh, and then I think uh, New Edition, he's right there with Statham as our new action hero, Liam Neeson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, know. good good call on that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think those are the guys, you know, um, that are kind of the, the action guys of yesteryear. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe when Expendables, like, 5 comes out, maybe then we could maybe talk about bringing over Keanu. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, if Keanu didn't have John Wick, if he didn't yeah. revitalize yeah. Yeah. Keanu, he'd be perfect. If Keanu wasn't back, yeah. and he's fucking back, yeah. then yeah. We got Matrix Four right around the corner. Yeah, um, for yeah. that look awesome, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a Matrix guy. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do, we'll have to do three and then write it right into four. This yeah. one's called Resurrections, which I thought was the name of the third one, but apparently it's not. Relo- Reloaded was two. Oh, Reloaded and uh, Resurrection. Resurrection. Wait, no, that's what the fourth one's called. Revolution. Revolution. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then okay, so I think we've stated enough. Two is better than one. Yeah, and I'm curious to watch three. Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you why I'm shying away from it. I uh-huh. may do it because I looked before I started these movies. Yeah, at the ratings, R R P G thirteen. Oh, that's a bad sign. So that's a bad bad sign when you because yeah. these both these movies are hyper violent. Yeah, you know we got heads coming off and awesome like bodies exploding. Oh, blood, how do you swing a knife? Blood, the blood splatter. Yeah, I don't know how we're bringing this down to a PG thirteen. Yeah, it's tough. Um, maybe just language. I don't know. 
I feel like if if no one cursed in two, still we are. The violence alone yeah, is still we are. Yeah, I mean, they're they're breaking bones, they're lighting people on fire. They, yeah, did that happen this one? Well, they lit that whole dock of guys on fire. Oh, that's true. Yeah, all those guys burned. I was seeing like when the uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin burned, and um, not a convincing. I'm being burned alive. No, I no. Stone Cold Steve Austin there. Um, yeah, and then finally, The Expendables two. Did we need it? I hate myself for saying yes. <laughs> when you when you can give me a mo- a sequel to a movie that is better, then I gotta say yes. Yeah. I gotta say yes. I feel like Expendables Two was them saying, "I think Stallone recognized I did not make a good movie with the first one. Let me correct my mistakes of the past. Bring in some help." Yes, bring in bring in a different director. Bring in more writers to punch this up and say, "Yeah, guys, this this is silly. All you guys together, this should be a joke." Uh, but you know, we're but the action is going to be kick ass. But yeah, we're just going to have a forty five second scene yeah. of the team running and slapping bombs on everything as they run. Yeah, that was the only part that dragged on this movie to me was the montage of guys running and putting explosive charges yeah. on shit. I think someone need to come in. Simon West said, Sly, you thought you were making First Blood, but this really should be Rambo 3. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they did that. And I I like the idea that you told me there's a movie that stars uh, Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis, current action icon, Jason Satham, God-level superstar, Jet Li... <laughs> And Brooklyn Nine-Nine's Terry Crews? Yeah, I want to see that movie, and I hope it's fun. And they delivered that this was this was more fun than, than the first one. So, yes, we needed it. Why wasn't Jet Li in two more? Yeah, you wonder. There's definitely no... You, I, you think he waiting, regrets it? I kept waiting for him to, like, show back up at the end and do something rad? Yeah, clearly they only had him for that first scene. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there was a scheduling conflict. And or, I mean, I'm going to be honest, even him just jumping out of the airplane was awesome. Yeah. He just, like, grabs a guy, jumps. Yeah. It, 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 that was disappointing that he did not show up later to come to the rescue. That, um, yeah, I don't, I wonder if he was a guy who was just like, ooh, yeah, the first one wasn't good. Uh, I'll show up, but yeah, I'm not committing to a whole movie for this. And what if he regrets it? Because this one was better. And I think it would have helped. Statham does a lot of the hand... Him and uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme do a lot of the heavy lifting for hand-to-hand combat. Mm -hmm. Jet Li taking some scenes from Statham, I think would have been good. Yeah, would have helped. Because he's still got it. I don't know how old Jet Li is, but man, he can still throw kicks and stuff. Yeah, he's moving... It looked like he's moving around from what I could tell. I mean, there's definitely, like, doubles involved, but he he seemed to be moving around. Yeah. yeah, the first one we were saying is not good, except that tunnel scene. That tunnel scene is the only thing that's good. Him and Statham tag teaming the guy who should be more famous, but wasn't. And then him killing him with, like, an axe kick. That was cool. Statham, great tag team. Leading them back. Gently comes in with the kick. I was like, and it clear to me, oh, that guy's next broke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've done that. Uh, yeah, he should have been, been in this more. Uh, disappointing. Hopefully he shows up in three. As uh, you know, to do to do more stuff, uh, yeah. So I say 
this one you can skip the first one and enjoy this one. Yeah, I don't think you you yeah you need you can go right to two. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that'll do it for this week. Or uh, yeah, if you have thoughts on Expendables two, you can email them. If you know who's in Expendables three, if you have more uh, casting ideas. Were there more women of the 90s that should be involved in these? I don't think there were. I think that's kind of a new thing. But if there's some names we're forgetting, you can email us at DBTG Podcast. Well, I on? honestly thought that the girl they were introducing was going to be Lucy Liu. Oh, she would have been great. I thought, I thought for Liu. sure it's going to be Lucy Liu. Yeah. Because I was like, well, they're talking about, like, it's Lucy Liu, right? Yeah. Gee, she's an action star. Maybe yeah, I think she has. I think she I think had, Lucy I, Liu and I think action. I think she had just as big of like she had that small run where she was doing a couple of action stuff. The Charlie's Angels. Yeah. She was in um, uh, Shanghai Nights or yeah. Shanghai Noon. Yeah. And, like she held her own and she was actiony in that. I think she had a couple. She was in X versus Sever. Oh, Antonio Banderas. There's the guy. That's who should have been the general. Flags. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and we also needed in this one. Yeah. Yeah, Lucy Liu would have been. When she showed up, when when the woman no you know no offense to um, Noon Yang uh, oh I had it written down Nan Yu Nan Yu Nan Yu no offense to Nan Yu I then I went to go check her credits I, I just I was like oh is this someone I should know and not really like she I mean she has her her movies that uh, seem to be set you know the Chinese uh, and she she can throw throw kicks and stuff too but she didn't have like the big crossover one. Um, you know who the the woman who was in like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, who then yeah. got to be in the, like the Rush Hour movies. That's someone I maybe should have been in that role. Where it's like, oh yeah, no, she had at least some, some crossover appeal. Where this woman simply seemed to be uh, a Chinese actress who then was in this role, and yeah. uh, you know for her, um, but yeah, it didn't really fit with um, the stars that were in. Yeah, the whole point is just like faces you know. Yes. Yeah, that's why I was disappointed. Yeah, when when they're not, but yeah, it loosely would have been yeah perfect for this or uh, yeah the woman from Crouching Tiger or um, yeah. So if you know other, should does Gina da- is Gina Davis is she an action star? She was in the Pirates that Pirates movie Cutthroat Island. Oh yeah, can we throw her into there? <laughs> uh, yeah, if uh, you can email us dbtpodcast@gmail.com, find us on Facebook, find us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, iTunes, Stitcher. Google Pods, uh, everywhere podcasts are found. Your thing, rate, review, share. If you have an idea for a movie, you can email us or let us know. Uh, that'll be it for this week. We'll be back next week with another movie. Till then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, Guide to Sequel and Remakes. Blowing shit up. And I pronounce you.